Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Taking a look at the issues surrounding the health and well-being of our LGBTIQ plus communities. This is Well, 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 brought to you by the team from Thorn Harbour Health on Joy and the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Well, Well, Well here on Joy and the Community Radio Network. And this week we are talking about, well, really all things butts and butt health. Joining me now from Happy Hole is Mark Lyons. Can I call you found? What's your official title? Founding CEO? I like butt guru, to be honest. Butt guru. (laughs) That's a great title. Self-appointed butt guru. Self-appointed butt guru. Well, thank you for joining us on Well, Well, Well. Now, Mark. Your journey, obviously, you're very passionate about butts and butt Mm, health. mm -hmm. Where does that journey start for you? Uh, Well, the journey started because I developed an anal fissure, actually. Okay. Um, And I... And so that happened after um, some joyous, but uh, let's say enthusiastic sex with a partner. Fair enough. Uh, and yeah, a few days later, I was like, oh, that really hurts. What is that? I'm on holiday in Greece, having a great time. I'm like, this, this, this is new. What is this? Uh, and, and for people that don't know what an anal fissure is, what, what is what it? Is an and anal- how did that present? Because if you didn't know what it was, yeah, sure there's other people well, that don't. It just, it was just incredibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is, is effectively a micro tear on your uh, anus and um, that can happen from uh, anal sex, forceful anal sex, or it can happen even from just having a giant poo. Mm. Uh, Women get them from um, uh, giving birth. Uh, So there's, you kind of get them a myriad of ways. Uh, And they tend to hang around for quite a while. They're quite uncomfortable and uh, they just, they need to be looked after properly for them to heal, obviously, because the anus doesn't... It's soft tissue. It's soft tissue and it flexes uh, and uh, fluctuates in size. So uh, because it's always moving, it just takes time to heal. So um, at that point when I first... Uh, discovered I had one. Well, I didn't actually even know at that point what it was. So were you getting online and trying to search for details? Is that Yeah, you, yeah. I uh, Well, I, I went to the doctor as soon as I got back from overseas. Yep. Um, and they informed me I had a fissure. Uh, and then they prescribed this over-the-counter product uh, called Rectogesic. Um, but the act- one of the active ingredients has nitrate in it and it gives you blinding headaches oh yeah so uh and they like put this on four times a day so uh and it's it's kind of that nitrate is from the same family as what's in amyl so it just effectively felt like i was sniffing amyl all day uh which is very difficult to get through a work day when you're <laughs> feeling like that uh so uh because i couldn't use those that particular cream um 
you know, I, I started to do my own research, lots of Googling. How can I find a solution that's um, more natural, perhaps? Uh, and then it became a quite chronic. Saw a rectal surgeon. He recommended the same cream. And he's like, just keep doing this for six months. It should heal up. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> this, that's a long time. This is a long time. It's a long time to have blinding headaches. So And during that, are you meant it was what was their discussion around anal sex at all? Uh, there was. They just you have to abstain because for six months. Yeah, because if you if you engage in it, you're probably going to re tear it. Uh, so yeah, there was a whole lot of psychological issues associated as well to that. I just felt really unsexy. Sure. Uh, you know, you you kind of uh, I couldn't connect. On a, of the same sexual level with my partner at the time. Oh, okay. Uh, and, you know, so it, it just created this, just a lot of just self-hate. Um, sure. So, yeah, so physically and mentally, it was a journey. Uh, and so... Uh, I so just you're looking into these natural remedies. Yeah, so looking into these yeah. natural remedies and... Um, from that kind of discovered some ingredients that were working and some, um, and also some, I guess, practices that helped the healing as well, uh, and integrated that and, uh, eventually it healed. Uh, and so I decided that like this, you know, I know other people are suffering from this, uh, and, you know, could there be a brand that provided better education and products around aftercare so that people can't or people weren't left uh, in this like unknowing state sure their ass becomes super sore and were you prior to this you know in business for yourself or a bit of an entrepreneur or uh look i I, i've worked in creative industries for 20 years uh and i always was looking for that entrepreneurial idea and it wasn't it certainly wasn't something that I considered I would fall into and if you'd asked me five years ago would you do you see yourself as you know a self-appointed buck guru I would have <laughs> laughed it off uh, but you know I guess that's the beauty of life it kind of takes you on a journey and, uh, I, and I guess I've always wanted to do something where I could give back and if I can you know help some holes along the way. Let's do it. <laughs> so, okay. So you happy holes now. You've got a couple of products potentially mm-hmm. going to be expanding and whatnot. But to create this first product, mm. I mean, obviously, I'm imagining you don't have much of a chemistry background <laughs> or anything like that. No. How do you begin to develop a product that you're going to put out in the market for butt health? Definitely. Yeah. So uh, how I approached it was uh, I was lucky enough to have a friend who had started two very successful cosmetic brands. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, probably without their guidance, I, I wouldn't have kind of got to this point. Yeah, right. Um, and they put me forward to a pharmacist that they thought were appropriate. Uh, and I kind of presented all my, my research. <laughs> and... Uh, from there, we kind of just started trialing and testing uh, certain things 
uh, and you know we went through a lot of versions. I think we got up to like iteration eleven on one of the products, uh, and you know, and that really came down to like the uh, I guess the scent, uh, the viscosity, uh, and I guess the soothing aspects of the product as well, um, and and then we went through a kind of process of, well, I sorry, I went through a process of, okay, how am I going to test this? Yeah, right. You know, how do I find willing butts to put this on? So uh, that really came about with just having dinner parties, inviting a, a real <laughs> nice mix of people around and uh, after a few wines, gently suggesting, you know, perhaps let's, you know, try something different. Why don't everyone put some of this cream on their butt and tell me what you think. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> I just have this like, you know, like in the 50s, we hear about like Tupperware parties. It's Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Totally. And, you, you know, through that process, got some very uh, willing and able advocates who spread the word and their cheeks for Happy Hole. Now, everybody that you're talking to, the pharmacist and all your friends, are they all queer themselves? Uh, not all of them, no. Oh, right. No, okay. so the pharmacist isn't. Uh, and the And I purposely, when I had these dinner parties, I made sure I had a real mix of people. Uh, and because I, you know, I, it's not necessarily, I don't think anal fissures are specific to, you know, queer people. Yeah. Everybody gets a butt issue at some point. So I wanted to make sure that I had a product that was well-rounded. Um, and yeah, just the trials worked a treat. And then, uh, after that rigorous testing, we went to market. Right. Mm. Now, when you approached this, were were you facing any – I mean, was there a bit of education, especially, I guess, for the pharmacist who isn't the queer themselves? Mm. Was there a bit of education around anal sex and anal play? Uh, there was, There was. yes. Uh, but, you know, I think they approached it very professionally. Yeah. Uh, and they had been – working they'd worked on products that were uh on various scales so anything from something that's uh uh needs approval for the therapeutic goods association through to you know acute lip balm so they had an extensive experience um and that gave me a lot of comfort and they were they were very much guided by um you know, I brought the queer knowledge to, to the table uh, and they brought their, you know, pharmacist ingenuity and uh, knowledge. So I, th I think that that collaboration was was both exciting for, for, for both of us. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I think we actually fed each off each other really well. Um, it sounds like a great collaboration. Yeah, I think that kind of that opposition really enriched uh, the process and the, and the products. That's very cool. Mm. You know, you've got everybody at the dinner party and whatnot, and you're yeah. uh, saying that you're happy to talk about butts. Did you come up against any um, issues or people that were taken back? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it was always well-received. Um, it, it did often take a lot of uh, convincing, particularly some of my straight male friends to 
drop their decks and put the cream on. But uh, once they did, they really enjoyed uh, the, you know, I guess because one of the products, the after anal cooling cream has this gentle tingle factor in it. Um, so it's great for like um, enhancing stimulation uh, just because you've got, you know, all these nerve endings on your butthole. Um, and so for them, it was like quite revolutionary. They're like, oh, wow, I didn't think my butt could feel so good uh, and kind of open them up to, you know, potentially some butt play. Uh, so they hadn't engaged in butt play before. No, no, right. no, no. And they, you're like, hey, just check that out. Just put on. this on and see how it feels. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, oh, actually, this is really nice. <laughs> I might put this on every day. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and the menthol's in there because not just for stimulation too, like it's, um, it stimulates uh, blood flow, yep. which is good for healing. So it's kind of got a double... Well, purpose. when you say menthol, the yeah. first thing that comes to mind is that could be kind of kind of maybe too intense if yes. you're recovering from something. Well, so that product is more the, the, the if you are recovering from something, I would recommend the other product. Okay. The, the Sorbet yeah. Soothing Balm uh, is a much more gentler product. Okay. Um, it's a thicker consistency, so uh, it creates a longer lasting barrier on the skin. So, uh, and yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, the, the soothingness of it really helps kind of calm down any inflammation, inflammation, yeah, irritation, etc. Look, I want to chat to you a little bit more about how you navigated conversations around butts as we talk about butt health. Mm. I am chatting to Mark Lyons from Happy Hole. You are listening to Well, Well, Well here on Joy and the Community Radio Network. From HIV to COVID-19, STIs and everything in between, you're listening to Well, Well, Well on Joy and the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Well, Well, Well here on Joy in the Community Radio Network. And this week on Well, 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 we are talking all things butt and butt health. Joining me for the conversation is the founder and owner of Happy Hole, Mark Lyons. Now, Mark, before we were talking about navigating the conversation and even navigating the conversation with straight mates along mm. the way and having friends try stuff out and developing the products that you have developed for Happy Hole. Now, you hit the streets and... You know, I actually first came across Happy Hole seeing your street posters up, and you've mm -hmm. made a really conscious effort that the brand isn't, even though you, as you've talked about before, you're a queer man, you haven't really kind of pigeonholed it into saying who it is, but you've really kind of created it for everybody and everybody, mm -hmm. if you will. Why, why did you make that decision? So I made that decision because uh, uh, a couple of reasons. The first being everyone's got a buck. Uh, everyone faces butt issues at some point. Uh, the second being uh, butts are often come with a lot of stigma and shame. So I really wanted a brand that felt approachable and playful. And that's often done with humor. Uh, so the brand has this very tongue-in-cheek kind of tone to it. Uh, and it just helps people kind of open up and share, you know, their most embarrassing butt stuff. Um, uh, and then, you know, I felt, at, though, I, th I also thought it was important for it to uh, not be too specific to say gay men um, because it's, obvious, it's an obvious uh, target market. 
because you know a lot of wi- straight women are having anal sex. A, a lot of, uh, I mean, pretty much. Um, it's anyone funny. anyone yeah. can indulge in a bit of butt play, and a hundred percent. I have a straight friend of mine from university, and we catch up every now and then. And she was like, "Oh, I've been meaning to talk to you because her and her her and her cisgender heterosexual couple, and her and her partner have started occasionally doing." anal and yeah. she was like so asking me all these questions from yeah. how do you prepare and all the you know totally drips and drabs. so yeah it's great that that's opened up yeah 100 percent um and something that i learned uh recently i went to hong kong for a um sex product convention where a lot of the toys are made um a lot of douches are made and there i met some of Australia's biggest sex product distributors. And something that I learned um, from spending some time with them was that 40 to 50% of products that they move are butt related. Right. So a lot of people don't know, but uh, a lot of people are playing with their butts, but they're not talking about it. So, uh, you know, I felt like if the brand felt, you know, cute and friendly and playful, hopefully it kind of opens up you know, a conversation around, you know, it's okay to play with our butts or talk about our butts um, because a lot more of us are doing it than we think. So you've created this brand and so people have found that connection and found this opportunity to talk to you about it. How do you facilitate that conversation? Uh, through social mainly. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's kind of been the biggest kind of way to kind of build community at this point. Um I get a lot of questions through social um, about products. What should I do? Uh, you know, whether it's my first time uh, or I'm kind of new to butt stuff or it could be, you know, at the other end where it's like, you know, I'm a sex worker and, you know, the butt gets a fair workout. Are these products going to work? Um, and And I can... Yeah, I can confirm they do work. The sex workers <laughs> love them. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, and also reassuring too because, you know, you put something out to market and you think it's great and your friends think it's great, but you really need to get, you know, consumers behind it. Uh, and, yeah, they've really been enjoying the product. I guess there's there hasn't really been anything like it on the market uh, but, you know, people certainly are having issues with their bum. With that being said, now that you've opened it up to so many people and a diversity mm. of experiences and people are getting in this conversation with you, have you learned anything or have people thrown you any kind of um, curveballs that you've been like, wow, I didn't even think about that when I got into this? Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm learning all the time, to yep. be honest. Uh, and, you know, some of the the tougher uh, questions and often misguided questions are the ones that make you sit back and think, you know, why did I do that? You know, uh, I, someone commented on one of the social media ads that I had posted or had was running. Uh, and uh, this yeah woman wrote, you know, like if you, if it hurts so much, then why do you do it in the first place? Um, and it, yeah, I was taken <laughs> aback by that. Sure. 
but also you know an opportunity to go you know what let me educate you yeah uh you know and explain to on the post that you know if you're denying you know queer people the opportunity to have butt sex then you're denying them of their you know their sexual identity um and you know like it's 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 a lot more complex than just don't do it. Well, uh, and I think to be fair too, I mean, we've talked about on the show, there are a whole ranges of pelvic pain and issues with, you know, if you're thinking just straight cisgender sex, you know, their pain can be true in all orifices absolutely. and be a thing. So that seems a very narrow mind. But interesting that, yes, you know, yes. that, that was kind of a bias that they brought into their Totally. Commentary. But yeah, it, it does help reframe for me why I'm doing it, mm. what the benefits are. I mean, you know, as you kind of mentioned, there are a multitude of issues that can arise with your butt. And for instance, a friend bought it for their five-year-old because they were complaining about their sore butt and put it on. And a few days later, their their butt was in tip-top shelf, uh, tip-top condition. And um, they love the packaging so much that uh, her daughter keeps it, you know, with her trinkets and you know, cute little dolls and stuff as a, you know, like she just, that's my butt cream and that's what cued me. So, (laughs) you know, it has a, it's kind of nice to see that it, yeah, it's, it's not so, it's not as specific to butt sex. It has that kind of range and. Well, it's, it's interesting that you said that before, because at the start of the show, you know, you said that, you know, you can have it from sex or you can have it from just, you know, a bowel movement mm. that's too intense or whatnot. Um, and so it's interesting that you're sort of navigating this space where you're going to things like conventions around sex products, but at the same time, it's not explicitly a, a sex product, so to speak. No, that's so right. That's interesting. Yeah. And that's also why, uh, kind of going back to your question around, um, why the brand looks the way it does, you know, it, it's, it needed to have that kind of a wider appeal, I guess the way the brand looks has also uh, attracted the likes of, say, David Jones. Oh, right. And so... So they're interested. So it's going... It's going... It'll be available online this week. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, hang on a second here. Like, uh, let's take, take a step back. So to have... You're now kind of opening up a conversation with a mainstream retailer. Yeah. You know... Are you, as a butt guru, mm. are you feeling proud about the fact that you seem to be kind of kicking some goals with regard to attach, attacking the taboo yes. around butt stuff? Yeah, no, it's it's overwhelming and super rewarding. Mm. I think uh, that, you know, a major department store uh, is, one, progressive enough and, two, open-minded to, I guess, facilitating... Uh, a product like Happy Hole, uh, but inadvertently kind of championing that conversation around uh, butt play and butt holes. Yeah. So that's been, uh, yeah, it's been it's been inspiring. You know, I think you like if you can get a major department store to stock your product, then what's next? <laughs> <laughs> well. I- I want to ask about that because obviously you've got the product line and there's there's that aspect of things. But, you know, you when I asked you about how you facilitate the conversation around butt stuff, butt health and, and butt play, um, you said initially kind of socials. Mm. 
do you want to do work in more kind of community education, I guess, for about, is there any aspirations in that area? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, we, that's absolutely a motivation is to kind of build a, I guess, a, a, a very well-resourced, uh, educational, um, pool of content so that people can access it at any point. And I think, you know, uh, with David Jones becoming one of our stockists, uh, there's more motivation to provide that information so that, uh, you know, if they, because if, if, you know, I guess as the product is now available at David Jones, it might be the first, you know, interaction or exposure to um butt play or um just general um butt hole chat <laughs> uh so i feel a responsibility to make sure that they um i can educate them on you know what it means to look after your butt uh and so forth yeah very good mm. very good well before we're running out of time here, so I want to make sure I ask you a couple other questions. But one of the things that I want to ask, you know, as an LGBTIQ person that has made that leap into a small business, you know, we've got other LGBTI people all the time, you mm. know, trying to make a crust and have ideas and whatnot. Do you have any advice for anybody that is starting out with a business that you kind of wish someone told you earlier on? Uh, y- yes, <laughs> I think uh, you need to be you need to get used to being comfortable with feeling incredibly uncomfortable. Oh, right. I think that, you know, like it's just a constant hustle and a constant slog and you just got to get used to forever feeling uh, like everything's out of reach uh, because you're constantly learning, uh, connecting with new people. It can, it just, it can feel overwhelming. And so you have to, you have to, flip that around and make that kind of the exciting aspect of, of the business because you, it just feels like that's something that will continue to happen as the business grows uh, is that sense of unknowingness, but it is exciting, you know, and it, and it is what motivates me. Um, that would be my advice. Yeah, that's great. And kind of related to that, I guess, in, in, with regard to stakeholder engagement, we talked about fostering that conversation around butt health and, you know, uh, talking a, a bit more about that openly. You set out for Happy Hold to be kind of non-gendered, to mm. be open to anyone. Do you have any indication around the people that are engaging with your brand? Is it predominantly other LGBTIQ men or is it – who is it? Uh it is a real mix. Yeah. So it is, yeah, queer men, it's straight women, it's uh, it's my mum who might have a hemorrhoid and she loves to put it on, um, or it could be my friend's five-year-old. We're not kind of marketing to that audience, obviously, because sure. there are some more, um, well, if we're talking about butt sex, it's just, not appropriate. Not appropriate. So to speak. Not appropriate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the diversity has been um, it's been surprising, but not as surprising as I thought because uh, I think the way the brand has presented, um, yeah, yeah, 
Very cool. Yeah. And are they having a conversation with each other? I guess. Uh, not. No, it's it's more with the brand. At yeah. This sure. Point. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think. Um, you know, I'd hope that in in the future, as you mentioned, we you know we can kind of host events where that, those people can meet, and w- what those themes are that they meet around is still kind of yet to be determined, but. Um, yeah, I kind of hope that the brand can facilitate that com- con- that kind of conversation. Uh, whether it's like, for instance, uh, Happy Hole just had their first birthday, uh, and I uh, I threw a party. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Back to where it all started, the yes, dinner party. <laughs> pretty much. It, it kind of was, actually. Uh, like a much bigger version of that. Uh, but I actually took... Um, the, I guess, the accusations that I was met with when I ran street posters last year um, from uh, just, I guess, angry community members. Uh, and I used that as inspiration for the party. So, you know, I guess the so-called sinful aspect of the brand uh, uh, informed this party that I hosted called Happy Hell, um, where, you know, we celebrate sex positivity and, uh, you know, discuss, uh, or not so much just, dis- uh, people were discussing a lot of butt stuff, um, at the party, um, and everyone kind of dressed up in hellish attire to, you know, pretty much celebrate my favorite sin, sodomy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I guess, you know, I guess, uh, that was the first opportunity to kind of bring people together in a social environment to kind of celebrate the brand, but also, uh, you know, celebrate uh, or, or create an opportunity to just have a sex positive space um, of all varieties. A lot of my dinner guests that have contributed and a lot of people I've met through the industry as well. Amazing. Yeah. Well, look, Mark Lyons from Happy Hole, thank you so much for joining us on Well, Well, Well. And I should say as well, if people kind of look it up online, mm-hmm. you kind of have to get the spelling right. So it's H A P I E and then whole H O L. Is that right? That's correct. Awesome. So people can look for that. Where's your website? Happy Hole. .com.au. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we'll also link to that on our uh, webpage, joy.org.au slash well, well, well. Thanks for joining us on the show, Mark. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Well, 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 supported by Thorn Harbour Health on Joy and the Community Radio Network. For more LGBTIQ plus health and wellbeing and much more, check out Thorn Harbour on social media at Thorn Harbour or via the website thornharbour.org. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.